going for it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Things and Stuff, the show where we talk about things and stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, alongside my best friend and co-host, Alex. Hello. We've got a good show for you today. That's right. Um, it's been but, a long time. But first, Alex, tell people stuff. Well, I, I want to start off, Jeremy, with just an apology, uh, an, an apology for last week's episode. You know, we, we talked about Star Wars a for lot. an uh, hour, yeah. and I just want to apologize. Right around probably the 40-minute mark, I spoiled something, spoiled something major. Um, I, in fact, revealed that Jar Jar Binks is in the Star Wars franchise into the second movie. Uh, I apologize for letting anyone know that that didn't. Um, it will never happen again. There will never be a, another Star Wars spoiler, especially on behalf of things and stuff. Yeah, considering that by now the movie has been out for a week too. So yeah, our apologies. <laughs> but yeah, Alex, how you doing? Tell people how you doing. Uh, I'm I'm doing great. It's nice to be living in a post Star Wars Episode Eight world. We all know what happened. Mm-hmm. What a th- what a thing that was. Yeah. See, what I was gonna say is it's cold. It's been cold lately. <laughs> yeah, that too. It's it's, it's 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 but it's been nice. It's been a dry cold. Yeah. You um, know. All right. Yeah. Sure. It's it's like, not raining. By this no, but but hear, get, hear me out. By this time last year, we had at least a foot of snow. Did we? Yeah. Was, yeah, we, we did. We were snowed out. We did because I was frozen at home. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's just been it's been like thirty two degrees or whatever, but it's been like just just cold. Like yeah. There, it, it hasn't, hasn't been, been cool. rainy, not snowing. I kind of wish it was snowing, but yeah. I think it was supposed to go up, though. So the it, temperature? Yeah. So by the time somebody's listening to this, it could have gone up. I it was like we're supposed to fluctuate again and then drop back down. Do you think it'll get snowy or rainy? I would like it to get a little snowy. Maybe not. I don't. Wanna, I like snow post Christmas. Here's the thing. I like it when it's cold, like this cold and not rainy. When it's cold and like rainy, rainy it's just like no, no, no. That's not. That's unpleasant. This has been you, pleasant, just like dry, but it's very cold still. Uh, I w- I worked outside for like maybe 10 minutes mm-hmm. unloading some metal things from a trailer that had been sitting in sitting outside overnight. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that was the least pleasant experience I've ever had. Like I frequently, I, or I don't frequently get to work outside, but when I do, I tend to enjoy it. But this time it was like, this is just cold and miserable. And I don't want to, I, my hands are numb. Uh, I've lived here most of my life. Yeah. And I am somehow always unprepared. I got my <laughs> first rain jacket this year. All right. I've yeah, not that's... had a rain jacket. I've had like a North Face jacket or Columbia or something like that, but never it's never been a rain jacket. How on earth did Miriam Wan let you get this far without giving you a ra- without put like making sure that you were wearing a rain jacket? No, the, they've never in... been they've I've had jackets but they've never been rain jackets. So like when it's pouring and I'm just outside, they get soaked. So in that same vein like um so I got my first rain jacket like recently. Congratulations. And it's not raining. Like I just said, yeah. it's just cold. Nope. You got it and so right now, now it's cold. And I don't have just like a warm jacket. Like yeah. my jacket, I have like a light jacket, I have a rain jacket. I have like a, like a fancy jacket. None of them are just like warmth jackets. Those are hard because they're pretty spendy and we don't like, we never need them. It's sometimes it's two weeks and that's all you get out of the, out of your really warm $200 jacket. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, Hey, December through February is going to be absolutely bone chilling. And we're not going to, they're going to they're be sold out the entire yeah. time. But like you can count on rain in Portland, but I've sure. just never had to, you can't, you can't yeah. can count on a consistent cold. Yeah. So, um, by was late to work today, so I had to park so far away. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, and I didn't bring, I don't have a warmth jacket. Like I said, so I like was just wearing a normal like sweatshirt, which is freezing cold. 
And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to walk this far. So I hopped on. We have bikes on campus. Yeah. So I hopped on a bike. So now I'm biking and in the cold. Yeah. And do you know how cold it is? Yeah. It's very cold. Do you know how cold it is when there's a wind chill from a right. bike? My hands wind were chill plus frozen. The wind yeah. Yeah. Because no gloves. No. Yeah. 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 No, that's a rough, that's a rough way to go about it. I mean. Wind chill is real. Yeah. It's a real thing. I was like outside, very cold. And then I went like behind a wall where there wasn't all of this gust of wind. And you're like, oh, this I'm is like, nice. It's like it's standing in the sun. not that bad. Yeah. yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. Wind chill though. It's just like, because it pushes all that cold air up and through your shirt and you're like, man, my whole body's kind of cold and I'm shivering now. Yeah. That's it, the scientific way of what wind chill does. Yeah. Yeah. Wind chill. It reaches up your shirt. <laughs> the movement of wind to the cold parts of your body beneath your shirt. Look it up. <laughs> Somebody's going to write in. This is going to be our first first correction. Yeah. We're going to have to get some corrections music. Yeah. By the way, if you have other things you want us to talk about, as always, please send your thing to sayyourthing at gmail.com. Good plug. This All right, Alex. Do you have something you want to talk about? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we saw, <laughs> we saw episode eight, Jeremy, and I just wanted to say, man, I was surprised with that Tom Hanks cameo. <laughs> don't, don't spoil it. I just want to apologize. <laughs> Earlier in this episode, I said that we would never spoil a moment in Star Wars again, and I, I've i gone and done it, and we're only five minutes See, in. See, that's not what I was asking. I was like, here, let me rephrase. Alex, what's your thing? <laughs> oh, oh, the show. You want to do the show. Yes. I thought you just wanted to talk about Star Wars. No, we did that all of last episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's, what's your thing? Jeremy, I wanted to talk to you about the convenience store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, driving. Mm-hmm. As you do, and I passed by a plaid pantry, and then a quickie mart, and then a Seven Eleven, and I was like, you know what, Seven Eleven way better than those other two. Why would anybody go to those other two? And then I passed by a Fred Meyer, and I was like, why is it? Why doesn't Fred Meyer just have a Seven Eleven? Are you with me? I am. Are you I'm with me? To this? Yeah. Why doesn't Fred Meyer have a Seven Eleven? I don't like. I thought there was more of that. I no. I'm so I just I, I was just making sure that you were you were following me, and. So my my topic, I guess, my thing, I just want to talk about the philosophy of the convenience store. Was, was, let's talk about some, some, we've talked about do's and don'ts with the grocery store. Let's maybe talk about some proper etiquette in the convenience store. Okay, I, I, am, I am on board with you. A few questions yes. that I'd like to start with. Why do you think 7-Eleven is the superior to these other things i don't know i think we should get to the bottom of it though that's why i was asking um i think that is because it's the only brand name um it's like convenience store i guess there's a and m right but those are aren't those gas station ones a and m i don't know oh, and there's jackson's and there's I've never uh, heard jackson's. jackson's is the uh it's another gas station one i believe it's the shell is it a and m i don't know i made that, i might have made that up but plaid pantry i feel like is the convenience store when you're th- when you're thinking of a convenience store you think of plaid pantry but then when you th- like when you think of Seven Eleven, you don't think convenience store, or maybe what do you? Maybe. Yeah, like okay, you don't think like oh, I'm gonna go, go run to Seven Eleven. I don't tend to think this, but I don't run to Seven Eleven to get a gallon of milk. I'm like oh, I gotta run down a plaid pantry. I gotta go down to the checker mart or whatever. You know, I'm thinking. You of don't like think of milk at Seven Eleven or anything like that. I don't think I have ever done it, but maybe that's because their locations have never been convenient for me. But it's usually a plaid pantry. But that being said, I would always rather go to a 7-Eleven. But if I'm going there, it's because I'm getting myself a little treat. And maybe that I don't do in a plaid pantry. Okay. So the difference between the plaid pantry and 7-Eleven, I feel like they have their exact same. They have all the same stuff minus like the brand name stuff that 7-Eleven has. The Slurpee. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like they have the exact same things. I feel like the other ones, 
are just knockoffs of 7-Eleven. Really? They're, they're, I feel like all of the other convenience stores are just um, like local versions of 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven seems like it's the big, it's the national one, but all the other ones feel like they're just like local ones. I think, uh, like until just now, I had never thought about Plaid Pantry being in other states. You're thinking about A and P M. A M P M. That that not A and M. Yep. A M P M. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for reading my mind because I, I don't even want to look up to do that. Okay, we got you. Uh, so I'm I'm saying I think Plaid Pantry is the convenience store that when you're thinking of a stereotypical convenience store, I think you're thinking of a Plaid Pantry. But when you're thinking of a good convenience store experience, I think it's a Seven Eleven. I feel like there may be okay. Here here it is. Nope, this is not going to work. Never, never mind. Uh, I'm, I'm backing out. I'm backing out of this. No, I'm diving in head first. I was going to say Plaid Pantry is McDonald's and uh, 7-Eleven is a... But then I could, that's why I backed out because 7-Eleven is more... Yeah, the fast food analogy is not working. Okay. Um, Plaid Pantry, uh, more, ubiqui- more ubiquitous, I think, than 7-Eleven. So, so I don't know. I understand not, what fact. you're trying to say. In my mind... 7-Eleven is McDonald's, whereas um, Plaid Pantry is the hot dog stand at your local high school. Like Dang. everybody, everybody has those hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff like that. But McDonald's is the Nash is the one that's everywhere, you know. Okay, but I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was looking it up, and um, all of these other um, convenience stores are all attached to um, gas stations. Well, so they have, they're, they're always called convenience stores and gas station convenience stores when you look up these lists. Okay. Because most of them... They do differentiate the two? No, most of them are like, are connected. Because a lot of times you'll see a 7-Eleven, but also see 7-Eleven with a gas station or you'll see like, you know... Yeah, I saw, okay, I've never seen a 7-Eleven with a gas station until I was by the airport and there's one over there now. And uh, I, th- I think it's brand new, but I'd never seen or thought about the fact that you could get gas at 7-Eleven in some places. What's weird is that like you see some gas stations and they all have the same convenience store, even though they're different gas stations. I'm looking it up and right that's now. That's Jackson's. That's Jackson's. That's what we're talking about. I think that's. I think that's Jackson's. I feel like there's another one that I always see, but it's always just says convenience store or something. Yeah, like that. and then, like yeah, so sh- 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 then Chevron has like their just generic convenience store. But I feel like Jackson's for a time there was a by by me in the Hollywood district there was a. Shell gas station with a Jackson's convenience store across the street from another Jackson's convenience store. And That's I funny. I was like, do you know, do, does corporate know that you guys are both in business? <laughs> That's funny. Um, I feel like, okay, let's, let's dig deeper into this convenience store. I would store like to, topic, I would right? like to, let's go down. So let's five. not talk about like what Seven Eleven is in comparison. No, we understand, but like, nobody it, cares. but there are different brands. So the convenience store, I feel like is, Exactly what you think of when you think of the that gas station shop. Yeah. Minus, but like with or without the gas station aspect. Uh-huh. You go in there. It always feels a little dirty to me, you know? Yeah. I feel gross for being there. Sure. Um, a little disappointed with yourself. Of like, in high I school, can't. I always used to go in there to get like uh, an iced tea. Oh, yeah. An Arizona iced tea. Yeah, that's a good Or a call. Gatorade. That's a good place to do it. Um, 99 and you cents. Get, you get your candies and whatnot. Sure. Sour punch straws. Yeah. Um, and, and of course the Slurpee, if you're at seven 11. Yeah. Um, but your question that I think is interesting is why aren't convenience stores just small grocery stores? Yeah. Like why didn't, why don't Fred Meyer Safeway, like why, why aren't they in that game? So here I have several thoughts on that. One, I feel like because they were, 
I feel like, and this is probably not the order in which it happened, but I feel like the convenience store was spawned from the gas station stop, yeah. shop, you know? Yeah. And so what they have there, it was always your little snacks you need, you know? Sure. You're on the road, you're getting a gas station, hey, I need a candy bar or something like that. Or a little pick-me-up, I need a coffee or whatever. Yeah. So they always had that, which was good. Uh-huh. And they always had, excuse me. You're fine. You're fine. They always had your basic, like, emergency spot. They have your batteries. Yeah. You know, they have a, a quick deodorant. They, you have um, an air freshener for your car. You have an ice scraper. Yeah, you know, like, so a little bit of car things. A little bit of, like, this is a quick stop. I need some deodorant or I need some chapstick or some gum or something like that. Yeah. And so, it was always, it, it, I feel like the heart of the convenience store is in the gas station convenience store. Yeah. That's where the root of it is. Yeah. I feel like it would be... By the word convenience store, if Fred Myers had a mini Fred Myers, mm-hmm. like just a local, like a real small one instead of a huge mega grocery like store. Fred Minis. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Walmart has that. Walmart has neighborhood Walmarts. Did but, you know that? Yeah. They're like neighborhood grocery, like they're like produce and food and stuff. Versus all of like, like Walmart. Versus yeah. the yeah. clothes, like the, the electronics the, and the groceries. I think that's and, more of, yeah. It's, that's more of like... I think Walmart competing with Trader Joe's where it's like, it's a smaller grocery store, but it's more of a food thing. But what I'm saying, take that model, Walmart getting small, going groceries, yeah, just groceries. Take it one step further. Go even smaller. Yeah. But what would you have in the smaller Walmart or the smaller Fred Myers or the small, what would you have? Are you just talking about the freshness of the convenience store or what are you talking about? I'm just talking about like you go down the hill to get a thing of milk, but then it's like $5 because it's a plaid pantry where it's like, Fred Meyer could be like, "Hey, come down here. We've got <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I see what you're I saying. I'll one the refrigerator section. We've got ice cream, cheese, milk, and salsa. I <laughs> and then aisle two, we've got your electronics. Aisle three, shirts, pants. Aisle four, no, all of take the foods. shirts and pants out of that. <laughs> Why not? Take, take shirts and pants. I so my question was, what would you have in your assortment of the mini Fred Myers? Yeah, and I like what you're talking about. You're talking about the essentials. Yeah. And I feel like with our technology right now, we can do this. You know, Fred Myers, I was already tracking what you get, what people get the most often and most, most frequently. Oh yeah. Rewards on, card. Like they already know. Their, yeah. Based on all of the ads they send to your house and the, your rewards card and everything like that. Yep. Amazon does it. They have Amazon basics. So like, okay, everybody buys charger cords. Everybody buys these batteries. Everybody buys like this, we'll put Amazon basics, which is our brand, but it's like the things that everybody needs all the time. Yeah. Which I would say, well, we can get into this later, but I think Amazon is, is the reason that now this will never happen. But go ahead. That's fair. But what I'm saying is take that model of data grabbing. Yeah. And get it to what does everybody need all the time? Milk. Yep. So I like what you're, I would like what you said that. Cheese. Yeah. A small assortment of cheese. Yeah. You um, just need, you need cheddar, you need Swiss, and maybe one pepper jack. One just like roll. You're not jack. getting your brie or gouda, right? Like you're not getting fancy cheese at this. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's yeah. get back to our assortment in one second. We're gonna push pause. Yeah. What are we calling our mini Fred Myers? Fred, I Fred. I, okay. Fred Meyer, and then so, like a little subheading, like mm-hmm. Fred Meyer neighborhood, or like Fred Meyer C. <laughs> I, I like I like it, but I want it to be more punchy. Fred Minis. <laughs> Fred Minis. <laughs> that sounds more like a candy. Fred Fun Size. <laughs> Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer. Okay, they have. What is their. No, no, that's called. You'll find it at Fred Meyer's. 
No, I was going to say that because they have their like bring your groceries, bring your groceries out to you kind of mm -hmm. service. I was going to see if there was any, but that's click list and that's not really anything you could do. Uh, the uh, Freddy's Corner. We're just going to call it Freddy's Fre Corner. Freddy's, right Freddy's now. Corner. Yeah. Big old Freddy's Corner. Yeah, Freddy's Corner. Okay. Um. So at Freddy's Corner, Fred's. Fred. Yeah, Fred's Corner. Well, that's a it's a working title. <laughs> yeah, working title. Fred's Corner. Fred's Corner. We have um a refrigerated section that has our milks, our yeah. cheese, our not fancy cheese. You're just going straight for um using cheese. Like you're not getting your brie, like I said. Yeah. You're not getting your dipping cheeses and whatnot. All of these, by the way, either like the most popular, like easily produced brand that is like for sure going to sell or the Kroger brand. I think like the, the yeah. off brand. Yeah. So that you're either selling the thing that you know is going to sell or you're making a more, a bigger profit because you're selling your own product. I feel like at, for a uh, Fred's corner thing, they could get away with just doing Kroger. Yeah. Because oh, I, it's I like agree. just for the convenience of having it just be like right there at the bottom of the hill. And that it's just, it's the size of a Seven Eleven, and you have an aisle that is just like milks yeah. and your cheeses That's and thinking. your eggs and where um, I think that may be a problem because mm -hmm. and, and we haven't gotten to this aisle, but cereal and chips. I think people are going to be like, oh, "You're kidding me! You don't have anything but the off-brand." No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I so I like your your little asterisks of saying yeah. of like highest just selling things that you know or, will sell through really but like, frequently. But for like milks and cheese and stuff like, I can just yeah, that's fine. fine. Butter, yeah, butter needs to be in that refrigerator section. Yeah, for sure, butter. And then we'll get to like salsa, salsa in the refrigerator. Yeah, with the in, yeah, um, and then. Our dry foods, dry foods you can kind of go a little crazier with because we'll have our cereal, chips, um, macaroni and cheese. Yep, and then baking, baking supplies. You need your sugar, flour, the stuff that like you're like, that, dang like, it, I just don't have any. Uh, I don't have any salt powder. right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, dang it! Uh, and I don't want to go. We didn't have any of this. Can you run down to the store real quick and grab me this? And then boom. Here's another idea because I like how this topic has kind of become a brainstorm session. Yeah. Fred Myers, how does it? What does it do? It has barely any employees. It's all self checkout. Ooh, you take the Amazon Go. You take the Amazon Go model. No, I was just doing the. Well, that could work too, but t Fred Myers doesn't have that technology. I know. See, Amazon it. does. What I'm saying, yeah. what Fred Myers does have, is the self checkout. Yeah. Do that. Make it real quick, and just have like the the one or two attendants. Uh, well, probably like people who are working the store, and then you have the one attendant who's helping people who are struggling with that checkout thing. But then you don't have to have like six cash register you know yeah you can just have so i'm trying to help make it fred corners more viable i like it what about Fre fred meyer next door fred's next door fred down the fred well i'll, I'll keep thinking of things it's a working title it's a working title <laughs> fred's corner okay so what else okay, um okay so, so we, you yeah, have yeah. you need so you need batteries there sure yeah you need batteries you need all so all of the different batteries mm -hmm. whatever um you need uh, some other things. I feel uh, like that place that should also have your um your deodorants, shaving cream, toothpaste, like soaps. Oh, yeah, yeah, just uh, things you kind things of like of. the um like a convenience store. Yeah, but it's Fred Meyer is a little bit more, a little higher end than your Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah, like you're still selling like quality quality products. You're not selling like a oh this is the stick mock mock one and a half mm -hmm. rather than schick hydro or but right, i'm yeah. not trying to just have candy and slurpees and cigarettes at this fred's corner you know i'm trying no, to it's like trying, trying to be trying to it's up the, yeah it is this is literally a convenience store like not this is not like a oh you're, you're not going in there to get butterfingers you're getting you're going in there because you, you need something yeah and you need this yeah yeah i, I like that 
Also, I, I like this because like, it's this is the streamlined idea. This is like my dream of what it's like to actually go to the convenience store rather than like, oh, I just got to run down the hill and grab some milk real quick. Oh, but I can't because there's this drug addict buying 19 lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, and look at that. He's, uh, he's paying with a check. So yeah. he's got to write that down. Hold on. <laughs> well, we can make some rules like um, because uh, I don't know. I was gonna say because this is a grocery store, but they sell cigarettes at the Fred Myers too. Yeah, so they, you can't do they that. Sell all that stuff, and, and that's got to be there. That's a convenience item. That's mm-hmm. like oh, I gotta get a pack of cigarettes or whatever. Like that's that's just part of it. I'm just saying the having the self checkout thing and not having to wait in line for the one person that's just going to take 15 minutes to buy this one thing mm-hmm. is nice because that that because that has removed convenience from convenience stores for me to where like. I would rather just go to the store and go through some checkout before going to a plaid pantry. So I'm doing a little bit more brainstorming right now and yeah. I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, how do we make this, um, uh, a viable business plan and option, right? So you have the convenience store that's next to a gas station, right? Yeah. Um, and that's something like, products in there are because people are traveling like it makes sense how that idea was created yeah how do we grow upon this how do we how do we make the fred's corner not just the place that people go out of necessity but a people place that people come back on you want your return on investment you want your your users to be coming back more than just coming back like you yeah, know you want it to be a nice experience yeah so what i'm what am i thinking but you also don't want it to cannibalize the main location absolutely continue no that's a good point yeah so what do we do we maybe it's not a Fred Myers. Okay. Maybe it is. Oh, you're okay. Go ahead. I'm not I'm not brand specific right now. Yeah. But we attach it to our um our little coffee house. Okay. So it's cuz you know how they have like if you go to Starbucks, they have that little fridge section or whatever. You grab your salad, you grab uh-huh. your whatever. Yeah. You go. But you also know that if you go to a Barnes and Nobles or a Target, they have a Starbucks in the corner. Yeah. You take that half Starbucks, turn the other half into your little mini go or whatever. I like this. So you, you know? have a Fred Meyer that has a little Starbucks in it. But what if you had a Starbucks that had a little Fred Meyer in it? Yes. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is that's that, smart. And, and maybe that's not a partnership that you're going for, but it could be like the Starbucks market. Yeah. Maybe it's the Starbucks own thing. That's like, hey, you're here. You're grabbing your coffee, but you also needed to pick up these three things before you go home. Boom. Yeah. I like that. Because I was just trying to think of something other than a gas station. What are we going to do? Yeah. And I feel like all like Target has a Starbucks in there. Um, Barnes and Noble has a Starbucks in there. Fred Myers doesn't have a Starbucks in it, but it has like yeah, it does. No, oh, they have their own little coffee shop in the no, middle. They have Starbucks. No. Well, it depends. I guess what one you're going to. All of all of the ones I shop in have have like the let's see the Happy Valley. We have the Hollywood one and the one that our parents shop at. Those right. all have Starbucks. The Starbucks that I'm thinking of for the Fred Myers run here, they're all their own Starbucks on the Fred Meyer oh, okay. area. On the, yeah, on the they have a drive, drive through or whatever. Yeah, but nice. They also have um, like, they have their own little coffee shop on the inside. Oh, interesting. But it might be a Starbucks on the inside too. Cause I know Safeway has a Starbucks. Everywhere has a Starbucks. Yeah. What Starbucks I'm saying work their way into every store. Yeah. Yeah. At this well, point. So you're right. I, I was thinking about the little one on the inside, but I yeah. forgot that that was probably actually a Starbucks too. Yeah. Flip it. Starbucks now has, these grocery stores in it. I like it. Small. I like that idea. It seems Fred's smart. Corner. It seems very smart. Okay, now here's another idea. This is kind of now we're gonna we're branching here. This is down the same vein of doing a grocery store convenience store that is not a convenience store, but more of a grocery store. But like, man, what if 
New Seasons or Whole Foods did a grocery, well, did a convenience store. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, hey, you don't want to go in there. You want you don't want to get a Butterfinger. You want to go in and you want to get something organic and really natural and good tasting. See and you what I go in there and you want to look at all the things and, and just kind of wonder like, man, how did they get all of this craft beer in this small little area? See, when you said, what if whole foods or new seasons did a convenience store? I'm like, that's what we were just talking about with Fred Myers, but no, it's not. What we were talking about with Fred Myers was a changing of the concept of what a small convenience store would be. Yeah. What you're talking about is changing what a convenience store is currently yeah. with products that are healthy. Yeah, well, not not necessarily healthy, just more of, of like the, the, market, the local source yes. and like the just like no, the whole New Seasons Whole Foods model. Two two different takes. Yeah. One was reinventing what the convenience was. Yeah. The other one is reinvent or reimagining the quality. Exactly. Yes. I like where your head's at. Uh huh. It took me then, a second to interpret because I'm like, we just did that with Fred Myers. Now you're just changing the store. That's not a big change, but no, it was a huge change because we're getting what do we get? Oh, granola bar instead of a candy bar. Oh, what do we get? Yeah, a, like a like great coffee instead of this gross like yeah d- convenience like, store coffee. Yeah. yeah, like I like that idea. Yeah, you pop in and you just oh, I got to run down to the the little new seasons down the street. Yeah, I and with run. Amazon taking over Whole Foods, like the prices would be comparable to what an actual convenience store is and see that's where it's like oh my gosh see whole foods could actually do this now like that they have the the potential of taking okay we'll break we're gonna blend the amazon go store and like the amazon pickup locations we're gonna blend those together and we're gonna make a convenience store that is like hey it's a natural grocer but also it's got alexa and it's got fresh food and fresh fruit and like whatever you could even scale it back though like if you didn't want to have groceries at the pickup place because i know that they have like pickups and and whole foods and stuff but you can scale back to your idea of just being like hey we have great coffee now we have um the craft brewery we have like all the you know we have like Come, not just grocery. Like we have like you're picking up thing. Here's a beer. Here's a coffee. Here's a exactly. granola bar. Here's a like a uh, uh, deli roll or whatever. You know. You're baking. You got your family coming over for Christmas, but you forgot that your aunt is now on a gluten free diet. So you got to quick throw something together with some gluten free, some like Bob's Red Mill gluten free baking. Uh, flour. So, boom, run down to the little new seasons and get some real quick, run back up the hill, put it in the oven, the whole bag. Boom. You got you got it. So, yeah. So, um I you think another thing over. we need to talk about though is the sizes of things. Yeah. Because I'm like, what's the stop you from running into an actual Fred Myers to get that Bob's Red Mill? It's like you're using this one time. Like I feel like for the our convenience stores that we're talking about, yeah. it's you're not get it's not like you're not getting a full thing. It's like sm- convenience store size. Yeah. I like it. And so, like, no more than three entire, like, three aisleways. And then you got both sides of those. But mm-hmm. th- three aisleways, I feel like, is the perfect size. And then the rest of the store is checkout kiosks. Because yeah. I think that, like, when I think of a 7-Eleven, you usually have the three aisleways and then one off to the right that kind of... And the one that, that wraps, wraps the around. Fridge that wraps yeah, around the, the, the fridge that, ra- that wraps around the... Yeah. And then, like, the kiosk, the checkout thing is, like, this huge half of the store. It's like, I feel like you could probably get away with doing... Get, doing away with that and replacing the all with like you could probably fit ch- six check self checkout kiosks. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing that I was thinking about because um, I have lived in two other countries and everybody has these like little corner stores like th- those are always a thing. Yeah, but and they're not a thing here. But I know what you, I know what you're talking about. No, in, in regards to Seven Eleven and stuff. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Those are corner stores. Yeah. No, but I'm saying specifically in Portland, like there's just not corner stores. Like 
Well, I'm talking about Seven Eleven and Pied Pantry. Those no, are no, no, I know what you're talking stores. about. But like, when I think of like a corner store, it's like literally there's a corner store on every corner. Where it's like here, it's like oh yeah, there's a Pied Pantry. They own buildings everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, not just like oh, it's stuffed into this corner. Yeah, but what I meant was like the like yeah. convenience stores. Yeah. But what they also have there is what we have been trying to envision is like they don't like so they have you'll you'll have your Costco and your Fred Meyers. You yeah. Know, they have those. But everything is that here. Like this there every store is huge here. Yeah. You know? Whereas they have maybe like one giant grocery store and then everything else is the small little grocery store we're talking about. Because everything's yeah. else a little bit more local. Everything else is a little bit like it doesn't have to be the size of a um a hanger, you yeah. know? To yeah. like for your groceries. Like yeah. so they are. So I feel like <laughs> everywhere else around the world is more like what we're trying to think of. It's like the say, smaller yeah. stores. The, th- the the thought that I had while we were talking about it is that we, what we really are trying to do here is take the super off of supermarket. <laughs> oh, so that probably came from somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, so we're trying, just to trying to recreate the market. Yeah. 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 We're just trying to take it back a step. Yeah. Which I feel like is a thing that our generation is doing in general of like, hey, look at this. We're, we've, we're kind of tired of the one-stop shop. We're, try- we're tired of like everybody being or doing the same thing and everybody going to the same place. What if we split things up and kind of made it more like niche market kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Go where you want to get those things rather than having one spot that has everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Portland kind of went to the extreme where it's like, Hey, we have a store that sells spoons. If you need spoons, do you, do you need spoons? You can go to that store. Do you want just cookie dough? We got it. Yeah, we got that. It comes out of the thing. You can just pour it into have you a been bowl there and eat it. No, I'm still, th- yeah, I, but I think about it a lot. Yeah. I think about that place. Maybe so we much. do that before we watch Star Wars on Sunday. That seems like a great idea. You want to just meet there and then go to Pioneer and catch the movie? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. Wait, sounds are we like seeing a... this in IMAX, by the way? We've already seen Star Wars, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Man. We I, mean, I meant this week. Are we seeing Star Wars this week in IMAX? We saw it last week in IMAX. Let's <laughs> talk about this week. Are we seeing it in IMAX? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like we should. Okay, but that would mean that we then go to uh, we have to go to Lloyd Center. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, logistically it'll work mm-hmm. fine. I could go for some cookie dough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems good. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was I like that convenience store discussion. I feel like like I feel like you summed you've been you've been on a roll the last few episodes on how to sum up what I'm tr- what we're trying to get the, the heart of what we're talking about. Yeah. And you just said we're taking the super off of supermarket. Yeah. I could not have said it better myself. Like you're trying to just get take a step back. Super, yeah. And it, it's not we're not trying to like the convenience store has its place and is its thing, but we want to like kind of spin that on its head and take the super out of supermarket so and just have a Meyer nice market. market. The Fred Meyer corner market. I like it. I like it a lot. Perfect. Uh, one quick thing yeah. that we didn't address. The Slurpee is the greatest of convenience store products that will only be still only be available at 7-Eleven. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay. Because I'm fine with 7-Eleven still, still existing. I don't want to price. I don't want to ruin their market. What's also great about 7-Elevens is the having a little red box right there. Oh, yeah. Red box. Granted, red box is now in Fred Meyers and Walmart and everything like that, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You'd find it. Any, but, yeah, having, having red box, Slurpees. They got the snack, the hot snacks that most of the other places don't really have. I mean, some of the gas station ones do. Well, they're the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. I like our, I like our idea. We should call it Mr. New Seasons and see, see about that one. Because I feel no, like no, you can call Mr. Amazon and he'll talk Mr. to you. I like New Seasons better than Whole Foods still though. So I'd rather, I'd rather have a small New Seasons. 
Wait, okay, Tell, wait. This is not this. a topic, but why do you like new seasons more than Whole Foods? Honest question. Not a, not a divisive or not. I'm not trying to be con- Um, I feel like Whole Foods, for whatever reason, every time I've got, every time I go into Whole Foods, I like a lot of it, but I do feel like some of the stuff is just more expensive, and there's no like. Well, I was just at New Seasons. This product was cheaper there. So it's just and a more expensive is, new season, but you're not bashing the quality of Whole Foods versus no, new Whole seasons. Foods. It's the fine. same thing, just more expensive. I, I just, I tend to, every time I go, uh, go into new seasons, I tend to enjoy myself a lot more than I enjoy myself in Whole Foods, where Whole Foods, I feel like, oh, I don't really belong in this store. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. No, that makes sense. I like them both. I don't belong in either of them, but I like them both. I like them both, and I feel like I'm starting to belong in both. Yeah, I feel like right. if you just go there enough, you're like, oh yeah, I belong here. I feel like if I grow my beard long enough, I'll, I'll be fine. Mm. Like I can get away with anything, but like. Sometimes it's just like, well, I'm just here to get some like almond butter, and I would appreciate you not looking at me like that, Chad. You know, <laughs> from the meat from the deli counter. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. All right, I like that thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. So I feel like our our next thing, and it's kind of been on this vein, and you were you actually brought this one up too, which I thought was great. Yes. Um, was you wanted to talk, and you had mentioned it to me. You want to talk about um quality versus quantity and i want to hear your take on it before i dive into mine so uh, tell me tell me where you're coming from on this right, so this kind of came about because um there was a at bridgetown there was a guest speaker that came in and talked about uh, fast fashion and stuff like that fast fashion yes fast fashion is like where you go into h&m and you buy a really quick shirt or like just you know you go in you find something cheap you buy it and you get out rather than like researching and you I may be butchering this explanation, but this is how I understand it. But it's, it's like, actually a thing. It is. It is at a thing. H&M like, or no fast fashion in general is the like cheaper, lower price point kind of clothing market where mm. rather than like, Oh, I'm going to think about this or like wait for a sale on this, this like really nice big ticket item. Like this really nice, like say this shirt is $80. Maybe I think about that a little more rather than just buying the $10 shirt at H and M and things like stuff like that. Um, I had to do that at Target the other day. I didn't know I was going to a friend's house and I didn't have any Christmas clothes for a Christmas party. Yes. So I ran into Target, got an $8 Christmas shirt. And then I was like, wait, I need, I don't have things that matter. So I bought like a pack of undershirts or whatever. Cause it was like a shirt that needed an undershirt. Yeah. So like, well now I have a whole pack of Hanes undershirts, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's basically that it's the, it's the, like, I need this real quick. I'm just going to go in and get it. And, um, but I think the, the gist of what, this guest speaker was talking about was like the ethics behind some of that and like the ethics in which those clothing that clothing is made and things like that. But she's trying to get people to shift their thinking in that, like instead of having a dresser full of different cheap shirts, might you just have a few really nice shirts that don't go bad that you can wear with multiple different things and change up your outfits or whatever. But you just have nice things, but fewer of them. And the people that made them are well taken care of rather than like, this, these were made in a factory that's really questionable or whatever. But I really liked the idea of like, hey, let's just have fewer things that are really nice and you just maintain them and take care of them. And then by the time you've worn them out, you've gotten a few years out of that product or whatever. And you can now get a new one and feel justified by getting a new one because you know it's going to last or whatever. So I just kind of wanted to talk about quantity versus quality in the in this like. I would like to figure out like where it's all right or where we think it, it's all right to go. Uh, let's let's who cares about the quality of this particular item or like where we decide to go quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. Um, on so it kind of is 
in juxtaposition of our last topic, which was the convenience store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because um, I feel like the word like that comes to my mind is that like, first of all, I have very few, very cheap things. <laughs> so it's not even that I have very few high quality things. Yeah. It's like, I just have very few things and they are also have <laughs> cheap. Like, yeah, it's like, um, based on just like, oh, I'm, I'm not, don't have a lot of money. Sure. Sure. Um, and you, and, yeah, neither of us are like super wealthy to the point where we, oh yeah, we can, we can just switch, like turn on a switch and mm-hmm. yeah, I'll just start. And I feel like a lot of that is just, is actually just because of convenience. You know? Yeah. Like sure. we're talking about, but, um, I understand what you're trying to say. And like, um, for me, I do like having higher quality things. Like I would rather, and, but you know me too. I love doing the research. Yes. Like yeah. me running in to go grab something, even when I was on my way to target to grab that Christmas shirt, I was looking, should I go to target? Should I go to Fred Myers? Which uh-huh. one has like, Oh, this one has a sweater, but this one has a reindeer t-shirt. Like I, like even when I was rushing to do like a, what, what did you call it? Fast shopping, fast fashion. Yeah. Even when I was running to do that, I still wanted to look up where I should go. That's closest that I can do. Like, so I like the research part. I like getting higher quality things in general. Yeah. Um, so you, what was your question? You wanted to ask what what do we like to spend more money on versus... Yeah, I, I guess like... I don't know. I just kind of wanted to talk about it in general, in a more like in a more general sense of like where we where we see us going more of a, a quantity route or a, and where we go a more quality route. So I don't know. Um, Anything. Like, so... My mentality in general, like granted, like we just talked about, we don't have a lot of money. Yeah. But um, in general, I feel like you can get this cheap thing. Yeah. Um, or you can get something that's more expensive that you won't have to replace as much. So like you're still going to pay for I feel like for most things, you're going to pay the same amount in the long run. Yeah. So, um, so like I could like I was looking at getting a um, a 4K TV for Black Friday. Yeah. And I was like this is my price range and I could get a cheap 4k. T- I could get a real cheap big TV right now. Yeah. You could, yeah, you could get it or could I could wait till next year or wait till later down the road when I'm a little bit more comfortable and get a nicer TV that I won't have to replace. Yes. Like in a shorter period of time. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can wait now. And the one, the model that is like the 4k TV to get this year will be, last year's model next year and it'll still be a good tv well not even that not even the strategizing of when to get it mostly that like so if i got a 200 dollars tv or whatever right now which would be like all right mm-hmm. it's it's very cheap for what it is yeah um i was like yeah that tv will be good and it'll be a nice big tv but like eventually like that because it's 200 dollars, the quality is not as good as yeah. It should be. Yeah. Or I could wait until I'm more comfortable and get like a $500 TV that I won't have to replace for a really long time. Like, cause for, like, yeah, you know, that's, that's what I was saying. It for wasn't sure. like getting the same TV next year for cheaper. It was thinking about, I could spend money now that is cheap kind of yeah. for, for the TV, or I could wait until I'm more comfortable in general and can afford to spend more money on a TV that I actually want. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. So it wasn't about planning on when to get, it was more of like, I'm not going to stretch now. I'm going to save this, uh, add it to what I was going to do. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. I, it, for a lot of things, but I feel like it, it changes because um, for electronics and stuff, you do want to spend more money to get things that they don't break and do all that stuff. Yeah. But a lot of times for like, like we were talking about convenience stores for food, like that time you want to feel like in that case, a lot of times it is quantity, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or you could go into a really expensive restaurant or you could yeah. go and yeah. get food to make it home. 
which is a a quantity thing. I with food have especially lately have been going the more like I've been treating food with more like the quality has been my preference as of late to where it's like hey this chicken is like it's on sale for whatever a pound I don't I couldn't tell you what chicken Let's say 249. Sure, 249, but like hey this chicken is a nicer cut it is uh it's organic or like free range or whatever it's it's got all the, these nice attributes and it's like hey five dollars it's, it's like it's like four, let's say it's four this is four a pound or whatever it's it's like a buck and a half more per pound than mm-hmm. the other one it's like i know that i'm going to be happier with the that that better chi- better tasting chicken and cooking it is going to be a nicer experience and like I don't know. With food lately, I've been thinking about those things as I'm buying food of like, this is going to stay nicer and it's going to taste better when I cook it and it's going to make me feel better about eating it. Yeah, I agree with you on that side. I was going the opposite spectrum. I was talking about like going grocery shopping oh, versus yeah, yeah. going to an expensive restaurant. For oh, me, for sure. The grocery shopping would be the quantity, I guess. Yeah. Because like for 20 bucks, I can get a really nice meal. For 20 bucks, you can barely get a nice meal out of some restaurants. You know? Yes. Yeah. Um. So that was my quality over quantity because the restaurant is still high quality yeah but like at food i get but i see what you're saying the thing i like about restaurants is you you can measure quality in so many different areas where it's like i the uh, the purpose i'm eating the purpose in which i'm eating out tonight is like i don't want to cook and i would just like to have a lazy evening at home so i'm gonna go to chipotle or the thai place down just down the street and i'm gonna get twenty dollars worth of food and i'm not gonna have to cook and i can just sit on the couch and enjoy my night with my wife or whatever or hey i want really good food and a really nice experience so i'm going to pay 50, 50 bucks for 50 this bucks plate, yeah. for this and that's going to be a much better experience than if we went out to chipotle or whatever but like there's there's still i feel like high quality experiences just in so in such different ways mm-hmm. like what we've been talking about both of us is that i feel like there's different levels in different areas that you have to think about this in yeah and so i feel like Depending on the subject you're talking about, it's harder to ch- completely change your view because it, it is more completely contextual. Um, and in most things, you're going to say, like, obviously you want quality in whatever you do. But the quality, like you just said, it changes depending on what you're you're yeah. looking for. And so, like... Um, like maybe the quality is that uh, you get to spend more time doing something and you don't have to be cooking. Yeah. Or maybe the quality is that you spent a little bit more money on the type of meat. Or maybe the quality is that you were cooking at home versus going like you can break it down on each level. Yeah. And so to completely change um, from top down. Oh, I'm a quality over quantity person. Yeah, that makes sense. But that like, what does that mean right now? Like, yep. So I feel like it really, it, it quality over quantity is what everybody wants to believe that they are, but it, it has to change. Like you, it has to be specific to what you're talking about. Yeah. It comes down to like, I want to get the most, I, I want to get the most of what I want out of this thing, you know? But that's, that could be a quantity thing. Like if the most of what I want, whereas like, yeah. I want to get the best thing. That's what I mean. I, I want the, I want the best of what I want, I guess, out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's what I was trying to say. I said the most, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, that can be a confusing word in this particular yeah conversation but um, but based on because you said there was a speaker and he was trying to change the um like people should get less things that are higher quality yeah and hers but, hers was more about the ethics of the fashion industry and that was kind of her lens that she was looking through and that people are being treated pretty unfairly and there's like a lot of slave labor and like really bad 
working conditions in other countries and foreign mm-hmm. markets and things like that, that H and M is using specifically. Mm-hmm. And so her, she's trying to just improve quality of life for people throughout the, the planet rather than like, Hey, buy more expensive clothes. But mm-hmm. that was just kind of what stemmed on my yeah. Uh, topic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole, that's an interesting topic too, is um, like the marketplace. This is a completely unrelated, but I was just yeah. thinking about it. It's like, cause sometimes more expensive doesn't mean higher quality. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it comes down to like that, that is the thing that has been hard. Cause like Erica and I have been actively trying to like embrace companies that are do it like more sustainably pra- like sourced or like, or practicing good, good like treatment and fair treatment of workers, especially if they're operating outside of the U S um, and it is like so much easier to just like blanket statement. I only buy like we only, if we were to say like we only buy from companies that are made inside the U S because we know that there are too many standards that they have to adhere to, to be able to treat people as unfairly as some of these other countries do. Um, but even then, like that is so hard to do to like find something that is like, okay, yeah, this, this clothing company, they make clothes in the U S but this product, this product comes from this factory in Indonesia where they're using 14 year olds. And it's like, like breaking it down. Like what you're yeah. saying is that like, even though they make the clothes here, they get their materials from another kind co- like, exactly. That, yeah. That was, I was trying so, to clarify what you're saying. Yeah. So it's just, it's just like this hard thing of like, we're trying to actively be better and it can be really hard to find out, to figure out where you're, and I was even going, going even, yeah, um, like a step back from that, that like maybe you do do all the research and you're trying to get stuff here and maybe you're like, okay, I'm going to buy this because this is more expensive and I think that it'll be higher quality. It could be the exact same thing and they just marked it way up because oh yeah, like a lot of places mark it up so that they get a higher profit and it gives the illusion of quality, you know yeah. I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So like um, value and quality and price those things are not always um equally correlated totally yeah and yeah so it just comes down to like the research behind all of that and that's what you and i are talking about like just we enjoy the research aspect and trying to figure out not only get the best deal on stuff but like yeah yeah both of us are really big deal people Oh yeah, I love getting a good deal. Um, but we're also like, I feel like everybody wants good. Like nobody wants to get the cheapest stuff. No, no, I'm well. Sometimes maybe they do. Yeah, I guess. some people. Some people. That's what it's about. It's like, look at this. I just got this off-brand chili, and it was five cents. It was mm-hmm. on sale for five cents a can. See, for me, it's like I got this really high-quality thing, and it was a great deal. Like that's I like the yeah. deal, not because the, the product is cheap, but because I got something of high value that was affordable for me. You yeah, know? and like, I like that process. I like the process of like I I like we both everybody likes quality stuff. I feel like oh yeah trying, you know. yeah it's awesome when it's like. Hey, I spent a lot on this still, but look at, look how nice it is. Look how long I'm going to keep this. And this is like, like I had a friend who was just telling me about this. Like he, he got this really, really nice rain jacket, but it was like 80% off and still like in the triple, triple figures, you know, like Mm -hmm. a very, very pricey item. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to have this 10, 20 years, maybe the rest of my life. And like, yeah, I got it on sale it wasn't the color or whatever that I was particularly looking for, but it still looks great. Mm-hmm. It was like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. freaking awesome. Um, so yeah, I like, I like this whole, um, like we've been kind of getting into the idea of minimalism 
and I know that that's kind of been a buzzword as of late, but like just the idea of kind of removing some clutter and trying to like live on or live with just the things you need, I guess, Mm -hmm. and worry less about like having stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's been, it's nice to try and like think about that, but I'm, I've definitely been just more, um, finding quality in, in things has been more enjoyable than like just not trying to find things, you know? Based on, so I feel like that's another um, thing that is different. Minimalism is different than the conversation of quality versus quantity. Well, um, I think they're, they're, I, I wrap it in just because of like, like the, the minimalism idea kind of thrives on the idea that you're, you're buying quality items so mm-hmm. that you can, you can be a minimalist because the stuff that you have is so well adapted to everything aspect of your life Mm -hmm. but minimalism it also can go into like um like there was a thing on the success in minimalism and whatnot it was like a documentary yeah i'm talking about like you have four of the same shirts and four of the same blah 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 so that you are making fewer decisions because you have a limited amount of like space in your mind to make an amount of decisions and stuff like that so like like not even just like oh i have four good shirts that are different it's like no i have four of the same good shirts so that i'm wearing that like you know yeah doing this i have one cup and one dish that i'm washing like you know like yeah stuff like that that's mm-hmm. nice which yeah. it doesn't matter that like oh this was a hundred dollar cup or a hundred dollars it's like no i have like yeah. i'm I just being, is my yeah. this is my cup yeah yeah that's that's more what i, think. I feel like the, the, the while those while one idea might build on the other they are two separate things yeah there's a book called I haven't I haven't read a ton of it. I've read a little bit. It's called Essentialism, and it's kind of more of that idea, like the 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 minimalism. But it's like I have one cup. I have one thing. Uh, this, this is just the thing I need. It's rather than like the I'm saving brain space and stuff by having just fewer decisions to make. It's more of the like I only have the things I need, and I get mm-hmm. by on just that. Everything else is non-essential, and I know that, so I'm going to get rid of it. Um, but that that being said, that's much harder to, to I was going to say, practice. I feel like it's a, um, it, because it's such a big lifestyle change, it's a longer road to do that. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I can see like, it's a process that you guys are trying to do, like to make these decisions, to be more cognizant of the things that you're doing. Yeah. It, it's certainly easier. Like while we're young to be making these decisions. That's a great point too. Cause we were talking with our parents about it and they were like, yeah, we would love to do that. But have you seen our garage? And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You can't just like go, Oh yeah, I'm just going to keep the essentials. And it's like, well, you have a house full of stuff that you've accumulated over 30 years. You know, it's like, no, yeah. The timing is important too. Yeah. But I still imagine that like you couldn't just do it tomorrow. Oh no. Like, it's something not. that you guys have been trying to work on. Yeah. Even though it's easier while we're young, it's still something that you have to, work at doing but it's it's nice now to go into especially like going into the holiday season thinking in terms of like okay the stuff i want i i'm gonna just ask for contributions toward more quality items or if i get something i'm gonna ask that it be from this list or whatever and like no yeah that's a good point instead of wanting a lot of different gifts i've been like i want i want i'd rather have one really good gift than a bunch of little things you know? yeah that's stuff that we've been doing too like that's cool but like that's a waste of something yeah yeah it's like oh great this is a utensil for my kitchen i'm so glad i have a utensil that does this one very specific thing or it's cool you got me one cute little thing that was like five dollars but like i'm never ever going to use this yeah like like, i would rather not have that and have a bigger and you know what i'm trying to say totally like we just did our like secret santa gift exchange 
um, with a, a, like my uh, my friend group and stuff, and like we we have all been kind of talking about this whole idea, and then we had to we set our gift limit at fifteen dollars, and so then it was like we're all kind of like wrestling with the okay, I want to get something that is still going to hold value to them, but is only fifteen dollars. Okay, and so it was. It was fun to see everybody's like creative. Were they? Was it handling. good or was it still like? Because yeah, they're like pretty much every single gift was like, hey, here's a really high quality coffee mug, or here is like coffee that you're gonna enjoy, or here's this thing that you can I, take camping see, here's with. Here's the thing about quality over quantity thing, because we just, you just talked about fifteen dollars or whatever that was. Um, I feel like the quality in some of the stuff was not that. Oh, this is a fifteen dollar coffee mug, which is expensive for a coffee mug, but that like the value in in $15 gifts is like oh i'm going to get you something that you're going to use yes exactly versus something that you're not going to use that i could also get yeah. $15 on so like my family is doing the same thing where we're, like we had a th- like um for my all my extended family it's a $30 gift exchange that's the limit is 30 bucks and you we want to get something that is um, cuz last year we did like a gag gift like a $15 gag gift yeah. which was funny but it's $15 and it's like a waste that's a complete waste yeah, it, was, so it was a it, funny gag gift 15 bucks so it wasn't expensive but it was absolutely no use yep where it's like now it's like okay we're going to say $30 so it's a little bit more but we want you to do something that like cuz it's a gift that or this is a a white elephant oh yeah i hate those so that everybody yeah. uh, like you can pick whatever yep. so something that would be good for people to have yeah so um be- this is off subject, but my cousin and I, we're the ones who planned Christmas. Yeah. And so it sucks because half of the family wants to do a secret Santa. Yeah. Gift exchange. Because they're much better. And half of the family wants to do a white elephant gift exchange. Because they suck and they're low commitment. See, so I think that you're on the secret Santa thing. Yep. Um, where That's what some of my family members are. Where some are and it's 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 sucks because it's literally half the group wants to do one way and so every nobody loves any it's hard when you're planning something for 40 people yeah because everybody's like i feel and, like that's enough to do two and, separate gift and exchanges. everybody's making like oh all these snide remarks about well this is why we should have done it this way and this is i'm like well you know what you can plan it. you should, do, we two, know you should do separate you should do two separate gift exchanges if you got 40 people that's enough people it's like yeah uh, 20 it person, is, it 20 is 34 and then people bring other people and it's like wait why did anyway so what we did is like we were alternating years so oh, last, that's a good solution too. Yeah. So we're like last year we did a uh secret Santa. Oh oh anyway, we're doing the opposite now. Yeah. Um and it was because so like the people who are in the Secret Santa boat who like it yeah. are because like you can do a more targeted thing. Like I know Alex likes this. Yeah. I'm gonna get him something that I know that'll be more closer to like what he likes. Yeah. The people who are not on the Secret Santa thing and which is because like, well, I don't know if I can get a specific gift based on this person because I don't know what they are like need right now. Oh, because you know? what they're like right now or blah, blah, blah. You know, how hard is that to figure out? <laughs> exactly. And then <laughs> the other people who are like, I would rather get something that is good for everyone and we can have like fun do- giving gifts to ev- like, like get the gift giving process of like the white elephant. Yeah. Others are like, this is what's there's nothing that's going to be useful for everyone. Is the opposite conversation. So yeah, we we should just make this abundantly clear. The things and stuff official stance is that the white elephant gift exchange is the is way to do it. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that was really nice. Thank you. But if you if you prefer the white elephant gift exchange, it's just because you're 
bad and lazy at giving gifts, and you are wrong. The white elephant gift exchange is good for office parties or for people who are doing um, gag gifts. Like, that's what it's best for. Yeah. But even then, that's like, that sucks. Those suck. And most people do not, like, pretend to enjoy them, but they're like, for that the gag is a, gift? Yeah. Would you rather have a Secret Santa gag gift? No, no, no. Like, I mean, if, if you're doing, like, gag gifts in general, I feel like are not that great. No, I know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, a white elephant just is like, best for a gag gift. The only the only way to make a white elephant function is if it, if there's a specific theme. So, like, last year, I think it was last year. That's a good idea. We'll keep that in the pocket for next year. Because it, 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 it does make it better of, like, okay, everybody get this kind of thing. And then, then there's no, like, that one is so much better than... This uh, four different flavored olive oils that I just unwrapped. How do I get that? You know, like, but if it's like, so my family, we did like, okay, everybody, here's the limit. $25. We're doing it's alcohol only. And it was like, everybody was like, whoa, what the heck is this? I don't know. This is Marion Berry vodka. Cool. All right. Great. I unwrapped that. That's fun. And so like, that was the theme. And like, I don't know what their theme is this year, but um I think I like just, that idea. I'm taking that for next time we have to do this. It's really it, it makes it better just because every, it's a level playing field, and nobody's like butt hurt because they I I spent so much time putting this really nice date night together, and then like the single ugly cousin got it. Like great, this is awkward for everyone. <laughs> no, I love that idea for the next family thing uh, for next Christmas. So next year it will be a secret Santa, and the year after, like like I said, Kevin and I have to plan all these Christmas events. Um, it's just so much better it's like why would you want something that wasn't supposed to go to you you know yep it's like here's this Preaching gift that somebody's bought to specifically for you but you would rather just like take a random box and open it yeah it's stupid yep white elephant sucks <laughs> and that's why you want to have quality over quantity yes yes so uh yeah that's a uh, quality over quantity Christmas in a nutshell, mm-hmm. and yeah. minimalism and essentialism. We got it all. In yeah, there. we kind of got. We this was a good. This is a good show. I liked it. I liked our convenience store topic and our uh, Fred Meyer market. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna. My goal is to buy somebody a Christmas present from one of our convenience store ideas. <laughs> I like in the, it in the future. I'm definitely taking your idea of just doing like having a themed. Like next time we have to do a white elephant, doing it themed. We have a cool uh, game idea for Christmas with the family, but that'll be fun. Oh, what, what's your idea? Nobody listens to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um, we are going to. Uh, so we had a thirty dollar um, gift exchange price point, and then we have a five dollar cover to get into my grandma's house. Nice. And so with that five dollar cover, cover, it's going to the pot. We're playing a um, bingo. Yeah. And so we're gonna have uh, bingo prizes. Bingo's a great time. Based off of the five dollar entry fee. As always, this has been the Things and Stuff Podcast. If you like the show, please share it with your friends. Write in to sayyourthing at gmail.com. If you want to contribute to the show, be part of the show, whatever you want to do, you can follow me at the Sneath And me at Jeremy underscore one. And you can follow the show at Things Stuff Pod. We post every Thursday, so we'll see you here next week. Bye-bye.